This is Jamie. And this is Donna. And this is episode number 85 of the Circus 71 podcast for the week of November 23rd, 2021. Coming up on today's episode, the Epcot Overhaul Project has a completion date. Disney on Broadway performers have been revealed for Epcot's International Festival of the Arts. And we cover all of the Disney Parks news from this past weekend's D23 event. This is the Circus 71 podcast. All right, Donna, so not a full housekeeping segment this week, um, but two sort of minor um, stories, although I guess one that just kind of broke a little while ago was is relatively major, and, and that's what we're going to start with. Um, at this afternoon, as Donna and I are recording this on November 21st, um, at Destination D23, one of the... Um, panel discussions and Imagineer mentioned that the Epcot expansion will be complete in 2023. Um, so this deadline coincides with the completion of the Epcot theme song that was, uh, that is being composed and was previewed at the last D23 expo. So I have to say, when you first said, Hey Donna, did you see what they, you know, they just published 30 minutes ago? And I said, no. And you, you told me my initial reaction was, Oh man, like 2023, get your acts in gear. How is this not, you know, moving quicker? Why is this not done? And to your credit, Jamie, <laughs> you said, well, Donna, the middle of a, you know, former future world is kind of a crater. So <laughs> that is very much true. It's just, for me, it's just disappointing because the park has been torn up for so long. And to think that it's not going to be done at any point in time for the 50th celebration, which of course, folks, is 18 months long, is pretty disappointing to me. Yeah, well, I mean, they could just turn it into Epcot's uh, 40th. But I, I, we have some of the announcements um, that that we're going to go through in, in the main segment this week that kind of revolve around this. Um but more or less to get that done in a year, whatever it's going to be. Whatever um, it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, and that's part of what I want to talk about when we get to Epcot um, from, from Destination D23. Um, a lot of what I want to talk about with that. Um, yeah, it's a big, giant crater. And we don't really know what's going in. So, um it's going to, there's, I guess, a finish line at, at this point. So, you know, given that we're basically at the end of 2021 at this point, you know, figure a year, a little bit more than, you know, maybe 16 months, 14 yeah. months, it's going to be done. So we don't know what, at what point in 2023, but at least there's some sort of end in sight because this was not mentioned in the main, um, destination d23 parks announcements which is another thing i want to say for a few minutes <laughs> <laughs> fair so. enough all right go ahead donna next up is an announcement that i i'm just really really excited about um jamie and i did talk about you know our festival rankings and um i guess that was two weeks ago and we talked about how we really enjoy the concert series events really at at any of the festivals and one of our favorites is definitely the broadway concert series that they do for epcot's festival of the arts i think they call it disney on broadway um and so they announced the um performers who are going to be at the 2022 events uh starting in uh, mid-january we're having ariel jacobs who was in aladdin along 
with um, Adam Jacobs, who was also in Aladdin. So that's kind of cool. And then we get Carrie Butler and Telly, I'm going to mess this up, Luing um, from Beauty and the Beast and Aladdin, respectively. Um, Though the one piece that I will say, you know what, let me get, finish going through and then I'll make my other commentary. Heidi Blickenstaff um, from The Little Mermaid and Robert Creighton from Frozen. Then Cara Lindsay from Newsies, along with Dan DeLuca from Newsies. Um, Ashley Brown, who was in Mary Poppins and Josh Strickland, phenomenal from Tarzan. Kissy Simmons, one of my favorites to hear perform in The Lion King. Uh, Michael James Scott, who was in Aladdin. And then, um, you know, the kind of kind of missing piece is what I was starting to, to hint at, um, is that in the past there had been sort of like mini finales if you will for each set there were some folks who performed one day other folks the next then back to the first group back to the second and then the fifth day all four had performed together and that had kind of been the, the pattern that things had followed it looks like for 2022 there's only going to be one situation where that's going to happen to kind of cap the festival on february 21st there's going to be an extended finale which is going to feature um four of those artists so i will say that i'm super super pumped about this i love personally seeing kissy simmons her voice is like just ridiculous not that they all aren't amazing but kissy simmons is definitely one of my favorites and she's an orlando local which is kind of cool um and, and i haven't seen all of these people part uh perform not participate perform um but i will say the, the two that stand out to me that I I've watched YouTube videos multiple times of is Ashley Brown and, and Josh Strickland. Like I, and I think I sent um, one time when my mom and dad were going, like I made sure to coordinate their trips with, with, and I said, you have to see these two people. Um, they're, they're awesome. I love, yeah. love them both together. And Ashley Brown uh, was also um, Belle in Beauty and the Beast. Correct. Yeah. No, I mean, it's just one of those things where they just have such phenomenal voice. I mean, there's a reason they're on Broadway, guys. Like, they're not just your average run-of-the-mill singer. They are all show-stopping, every single one of them. And it's kind of cool because they'll sing some of the songs from the show that they were in, but also some other Disney favorites. So it's always a nice mix of songs. And um, again, it's just, it's just one of those really cool must-see things. That's definitely something we'll go over as many times as we can um, to see. And they do, or at least in the past, I don't believe they've announced the showtimes for this year yet. But in the past, they've done multiple shows every evening, which is pretty nice. Yeah. And I will also say um, of the concert series, of all the festivals taking out um, candlelight processional. Cause that's, it's just kind of a different thing. Sure. Um, by far, this one's my favorite. I think it's by far the best concert series. Yeah, no, I really enjoy it for sure. So definitely great. Um, so typically here's where we would take a quick break, but what we're going to do now is go sort of into our main segment. And we have all different announcements from this past um, weekend's Destination D23, um, all different parks um, announcements. And we're going to start before we take a break with Hollywood Studios and um, Disney's Animal Kingdom. Um, so starting off at the studios and Donna, this, I, I guess we can't really go back to our crystal ball um, as of yet, I was thinking this earlier because we don't have official dates. Right. Um, just uh, just years. <laughs> um, so big news out of Disney's Hollywood Studios is that Fantasmic um, will return 
at Hollywood Studios in 2022. Um, there has been concept art, sort of, uh, it's not really concept, but more of a picture, I guess you could say. Um, but picture been, art. Yeah, picture <laughs> art. It's, um, it'll be displayed at Festival of the Arts. <laughs> right. um, that a new segment will debut for Fantasmic that, and there's almost little tiny Easter eggs that are in this picture um, that include Frozen, Aladdin, and Moana for um, Fantasmic. I'm really looking forward to that. You and I have not made it um, any interesting Fantastic Dance in my periphery, and I can't handle myself. Because <laughs> Fantastic Hand Dance is, is happening in my periphery right da, now. So in any case, we have not made it um, any secret in this show that you and I are not huge fans of the, I say current, but really now former Fantasmic show that we really felt needed some updates and some changes. So any updates and changes to bring it into this century is definitely going to be a good thing. And I think that's going to happen. And maybe that's a reason why part of the reason why there's been such an extended closure because we have seen aerial photos where they are uh, uh, I guess replumbing almost is you know a lot of the um, pipes would you say Don is that fair the, well the, plumbing typically is pipes yes sir yeah. that the, the water water features yeah, yeah there you go um so a lot of the staging is being replumbed and redone so it looks like they're actually putting in upgrades that had been planned that were right. canceled um if they upgrade because i i do genuinely think the the bones of the show are are decent i think the story is a little storyline of it is a little far-fetched and wonky um but you know better uh projection the water screens if they can improve that i would really love to see what they do out in disneyland come to excuse me the studios where they have projection map on the um rock mountain the the structure the mountain is that what isn't it big thunder What's that? Isn't the projection on Big Thunder? Isn't that the rock structure you're talking about? Or, or do you mean the structure for the actual show? I'm talking about Fantasmic. No, no, I know that. But in that body of water in Disneyland, across the way. No, it's it's projected where on the the little staging mountain that Fantasmic is performed on. It's not Big Thunder, though. It's been, to be honest with you, Jane, the last time we were in Disneyland with you guys... We didn't stay. You remember it was the day that we arrived right. and Andrew and I were white. So we went back to the hotel and we went to bed. So the last time I saw it prior to that was probably 2012. No. Imagine there's a smaller, like mount, like the mountain structure that's out in uh, Hollywood Studios. Okay? okay. Imagine a much smaller scale across. Oh, on... like almost like on a Tom Sawyer Island type thing. Exactly. Yep. Yes, 100%. you're 100% right. You're 100% right. Yeah, that that's where I when when we started talking about projection and Big Thunder, I thought we were talking about what was like proposed that's been canceled seventy five different times. <laughs> no, but no, no, no. Um, anyways, looping back to the Fantasmic, if they do make some of those adjustments and improvements, I would be happy to see this. And if they cut that Pocahontas scene, because I think that scene is so terrible. Um, 
but Frozen, Aladdin, Moana, I, I That'll phenomenal be choices. And really, really good choices. The music is great in all three of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I totally, totally agree. I, I just that Pocahontas scene, I think, just kills the entire show. Um, they I think better that, bring back uh, dining plans so that we can do a fantastic dining package for it, right? <sighs> Yeah, we should also at some point in the segment talk about maybe things that we thought were going to be announced. Yes, I, I think you know that, what? Let's just go ahead and do that right now since we've already opened that can. You know, what? that's a good idea because then we're not starting with a, a negative. <laughs> <laughs> or you know what? Why don't we do why don't we do DAC first because that's only one thing, and then we can go into that. Perfect. Okay. okay. Um, so Disney's Animal Kingdom, we knew that Finding Nemo the musical as a show was the di- big blue and beyond. <laughs> yeah, we knew the previous show was dead and buried. Um, the new name for the show is Finding Nemo the big blue and beyond because we always need a colon in absolutely everything that uh, we put. Um, it is the replacement for Finding Nemo the Musical is coming to the Theater in the Wild show at Disney's Animal Kingdom. This is being set in the time of Finding Dory and we do know that the two or two of the most popular um, songs from Finding Nemo the Musical that being Go With the Flow and uh, Big Blue World will be making their um, return in this new show. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I, I know you're not a fan of it. I always thought Finding Nemo the Musical was was well done. I think it's probably going to be scaled back. Um, I think a lot of the puppetry is going to be lost. But maybe it'll help crank out an extra show or two and help you know, eat up some crowds. So it, it might be balance out on the win-loss scale. I mean, will I go see it? Absolutely. Will I love it? I don't know. We're going to find out. I didn't love the puppetry piece, so we'll see what this new show has in store. I think a big downfall of... Not a downfall, a, a negative to Finding Nemo the musical, it was the time commitment. You know, you're talking, yeah. you know, between the show, between queuing up for it, you could easily devote two hours. I was just gonna say, I think it's an hour and a half minimum because the show yeah. was like 45 minutes. Show was 45 minutes. Yeah, it, easily um, an hour and a half. And, and that's if you, you know, are only really queuing yourself for, you know, a half hour, 45 minutes. But if you're waiting multiple shows that I, I've seen that queue go stretch way out you know in the towards um not chester and hester in that area it would be like the entrance to dino land no that'd be chester and hester yeah but i don't think it's it's oh no it would enter that dinosaur yeah. area, right yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay i was thinking um where the uh the bones are the boneyard no right gotcha so yeah well we shall see, but no dates other than uh, 2022 um, that were officially announced. So, And that piece kind of stings too. Like, I understand why they can't say coming, you know, Earth Day in April of 2022, this will debut. I understand why they can't commit quite that to that level. But I was a little bit disappointed with just like 12 months, 365 days. It's a big old period of time. Like, give me a season at least. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a casting and rehearsals thing. I, I don't know. Why, well, but Jamie, they... I feel like that way for everything, though. 
I feel like all of the announcements that came out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. We're just a little too laissez-faire with the, you know, oh, sometime in in the next 10 years is going to happen. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't think we got an official. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but there was only one announcement that was given a season. Yeah. That I can remember offhand. And we'll get to that um, in just a little bit. Um, before we go into surprises of things that weren't announced. Um, Speaking just wanted... of surprises, if anyone just heard a little surprise, it was Andrew ripping ass, not me. <laughs> so, very nice. Um, Galactic uh, Star Cruiser, we saw a live demo of Disney's... <laughs> Donna gets a little crazy when she has sangria in her. <laughs> um of Disney's uh, real lightsaber took place on stage. We met a new character from Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, our boy Joshy D um, did a lightsaber training activity. So Bobby C wasn't yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, he, he was. T- did you hear? Did I tell you what the rumor was that he had to do? No, he had a dinner at Bob Iger's house. Yeah, right. And that was this huge conflict. Right. That was the evidently the huge conflict. I yeah, I believe that. I'll um I'll find that article and send it to you. Pour me another one, Bob. Craziness. Um some other quick announcements before we get uh any further. Um they had a big did you see this project EXO demonstration that they did? No. So they had a a gigantic now it was a prototype so very raw looking but this basically a stand-up stilt walker with padding okay and their imagineering is developing a method that has a where characters are are just big like imagine like a thanos walking around the park Oh, good. Um, so we're going to scare the children. That's a great <laughs> idea, Disney. But w- what was really cool about this particular prototype is they're trying to find ways where it's not just totally breaking the back of the performer. Um, so they're distributing weight in interesting ways and basically putting the weight at the feet. And what I thought was really cool about this is they had these gigantic hands that were able to shake hands and close their fingers, almost like a super um, robotic without the robotic, but very fluid um, movement. And they actually 3D printed the hands. So um, the Ursula performance thing from Voyage of the Little Mermaid, but on steroids. Yeah, that's not a bad example. Like, right? I, I think... This is for Disneyland and Thanos. I mean, because they can't have Thanos in Walt Disney World in the parks, um, at least theoretically, I guess. Um, but I, I, yeah, Ursula. I mean, this guy's total height has got to be close to 10, 11 feet off the ground and, and beefy. It, it's a pretty incredible um, picture. Um, other smaller news, Fantasmic and World of Color will return to Disneyland. We got a preview of the DVC Tower coming to the Disneyland Hotel. Donna's super excited that the Main Street Electrical Parade turns 50 next year and is I returning. Am. And Magic Band Plus is coming to the Disneyland Resort in 2022, along with Hey Disney Amazon Echo devices. No, so. I mean, definitely overall some some good announcements, but 
I definitely want to say that uh, <laughs> there were definitely some things missing, which I think is the, the perfect transition into this next little mini segue. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, hold on. Before we get there, Donna, did you also see, because I meant to text this to you and forgot, um, two new stage shows coming to the Disney Wish as well. I did, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I, th- I thought of you when we um, saw that. So Captain Minnie, I think, is actually pretty cool. So with that, things that we thought... And this is totally doing it out of order. So we probably should mention Magic Kingdom. And, All and right, fine. First. No, it's okay. Order. Doesn't matter. Whatever makes you happy, dear. No, it's fine. Because we can end on a positive. What are some things that were not announced that thought we were going to get? Well, as we just alluded to, dining plans. I yeah. would have bet my bottom dollar that would have been one of the headliner announcements Dining plans are coming back to Walt Disney World on such and such a date, available for sale on such and such a date. I would have sworn it was going to happen. Yeah, the, it's, it's just, uh, it's, I don't know. Because that could also just be a Disney Parks blog press release. Like a lot of the stuff is supposed to be like future park announcements and, and like things. But, you know, I mean, Fantasmic returning, you know, that was announced. Um, dining plan wasn't. And I thought that was an interesting choice i could have sworn in the last 60 seconds like tomorrow just went you know announcement announcement um oh this return this return this returned and they brought up um blizzard beach had reopened i could have sworn the next sentence was going to be the reopening of typhoon lagoon oh totally didn't happen which really surprised me given the overall tone of the presentation itself to me was was odd because um, it, it really came across like, oh, man, we have to do this presentation. What other concept art do we have in the can that we never showed people? Like it was a lot of rehashing of announcements. And, hey, we're celebrating that churros came back. Donna, can you correct me if I'm wrong? Did churros ever leave? I mean, when the parks were closed. <laughs> was there a churro shortage? But, I mean, the parks reopened in 2020. Correct. Did they return? Or were they not back in 2020? And I totally missed it. But The I only thing I could think it. was, was that them trying to be, like, like quippy against, like, Universal's comment about the churros? What was their comment? You don't remember? It was, it was a Twitter or something about free churros. Oh, that was no. I don't think so because that was in. Did I told you what that was about? That was when they built Velocicoaster and people were tweeting at them saying, "What's going on?" They said, "Oh, we're building a churro stand." So uh, okay. on on opening day of uh, Velocicoaster, they were handing out three churros, which well I thought done. was super clever. Yeah, well done. Um, so I don't think that. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think the two have anything to do with each other, but. I, I was that stood out to me as bizarre. Like, I didn't get that. Um, also bizarre, Bob Chapek not being there, as long as we're talking about things that were odd. Yeah, he, he, that was strange. And anybody who believes the crock that Disney tried to pull on people saying he had a conflict, and specifically it was in regards to WDW news or WDWNT saying that 
he was afraid of being booed and, and that wasn't the case. Anybody that believes the Disney PR team need to have your head examined. That's a, it was a hundred percent true. That's exactly what happened. I don't That's believe the same reason they didn't else. do the live stream. In yep. my humble opinion, the live stream from the magic kingdom when they did, um, God, what is that stupid show called? Enchanted enchantment and shit, whatever. When they did the live stream, that, they didn't, they did not do that live either because JPEG was there and he would have gotten his arse food. There, well, there was, where did I hear this? I always like the site where I hear things. I can't remember specifically where it was, but supposedly for one of the, one of the, I may have been the, like the 50th rededication of the opening ceremony where Chapek wasn't there like in, in front of the large audience because he was there, I think for enchantment. No, there was no audience there, Jamie. That was with an empty park with Christina Aguilera and him. Empty park. No, it was after the tra- hours. The travel agents were there. The live stream, they had people in the audience, but it wasn't Bob, regular Bob, people. Iger and and Chapek were both on stage at the same time. Okay. Yeah, no, that that I specifically remember. But there was he was supposedly it may have been he was supposed to be there for the fiftieth rededication the next morning, and um. I think some fans, the rumor going around was that fans saw him and started heckling him, and then he disappeared into the bowels and, and didn't come out, was what I had heard, was which was kind of interesting. But don't know if well, that's true or not. we did see tomorrow, and we saw at least one or two other execs. We did not see Chapek on that morning, so who knows? Yeah. Um, and I think the biggest glaring thing, it, like in a, in a massive how was nothing said about this was Epcot. Yeah. Like, no new concept art. We have no idea. We think at least um, that, uh, that ugly, I hated this thing, that um, festival center thing they were going to build, um, you know, on the grave site of Fountain of Nations. Um, grave site. <laughs> I think it's in the same area. It's at least going to be close. Um we're assuming that's gone. No Every time I go on Soren, I cry a little bit on that last flyover. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I'm surprised that's still running, that they haven't just digitally put in a cloud like they did on Space <laughs> 20. But I don't know. I, I think it's really... Um, I, I genuinely think Disney doesn't know what they're doing with it other than Moana Journey of Water. Whatever that's going to be, that walkthrough thing. I don't. I think they're going to have like temporary hub grass. Hey, side note: Did Ashley ever tell you who wins the Moana idea? Moana idea? No. Darn it! No, she did not. Off the text her. I'll ask her <laughs> if she uh, she got to that. She may not have gotten to that episode yet. But um, yeah, I, I that I think Disney's kick, and obviously the, I'm going to be fair and say they couldn't have predicted a worldwide pandemic that is you know still going on, but I think they're kicking themselves for tearing down Inventions West. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean that's I didn't like that idea. I hate that it killed the symmetry in the park. I totally agree. So totally agree. Yeah, 
But those, I think, were the most glaring things that were not announced. Um, and there were some rumors going around that we were getting a little nighttime parade. Well, that clearly was not confirmed. Though, no. in fairness, it also wasn't hard denied. By who? I meant, like, they didn't, like, say anything about, oh, this is the, you know... Um, the parade's going to Disneyland, nothing will be coming to Disney World. Yeah, but if something was coming, there's no reason to pull it, not announce it. Especially given that audience. Yeah. Like, if, if they'd said Paint the Night was coming, you know, to Walt Disney World in 2022, that audience loses their bowels. Because, I mean, that's Disney's <laughs> highest affinity group. All over the floor. Lovely. <laughs> so Lovely. anything. Um, but anything else glaring before we take a quick break, Donna? Or oh uh, yeah, isn't it? there isn't there still a closed resort hotel there, my friend? All Star Sports. Yeah. <sighs> that something like that doesn't surprise me that that they wouldn't they would announce that. I would be surprised if they announced that given that audience because that to me is just a press release and i don't think they have a date for sports yet i really don't i just feel like they didn't announce anything that was that exciting like at least that would have been something tangible hey we have a date for when we're going to be fully functioning with our resort hotels or h-e-l-l all of the restaurants that are still closed james yeah vnas when is their five-star premium Resort restaurant going to reopen. We'll have to put that on our crystal ball list for next when round. Is, when is character dining, true character dining returning? They did say something about that. They did say that character dining has returned to Chef Mickey's and will in will be coming back, but they did not give a specific date. It was mentioned, because I actually watched the presentation, I thought it was uh, severely underwhelming, um, but they did mention um, specifically Chef Mickey's returning um, and other, you know, soon to be expanded or whatever terminology was that they had um, used for that. So they did gotcha. say something about it, but nothing hardcore. I guess is the best way to put it. What about you? Anything else that you felt was really missing? Oh, oh, wait. One more thing. I Go got ahead. one more. Sure, sure, sure. Choo-choo. All aboard. The railroad? No. <laughs> We're getting to that in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but again, like, no hard and firm. This will be returning on such and such a date. You will be able to do it for the 50th anniversary celebration. Yay. I don't think... I don't think they... Because I, the linchpin of that whole thing is Tron. And yeah, Tron, okay. they, they gave two sentences to and said it's coming soon. Yeah. So I don't think they have a date to announce for that. Frustrating. So, yeah, I would, uh, I would tend to agree. So, all right, Don, I think that's a good place to stop. Let's go ahead, take a quick break, and then we will be back uh, finishing up 
the Disney Parks announcements from Destination D23 for Magic Kingdom and Epcot. And we are back. All right, Donna, let's finish up the Disney Parks announcements from this past weekend's Destination D23 starting at Magic Kingdom. Big one returning. Oh, would you like me to speak for once? Ooh, so sensitive. Go ahead. <laughs> you need All a right, desensitizing guys. gel. <sighs> but um bum. So the Festival of Fantasy Parade will be returning to the Magic Kingdom. This is kind of one of those things that's like, no crap. But when? When Disney when? Uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair was going to be a new Castle Forefront show. And it will be debuting in 2022 for the 50th anniversary of the Magic Kingdom. So that's kind of cool. I do like those stage shows. Anthony really likes them. So that'll be neat. Um, And then it was revealed that Engine One, the Walter E. Disney of the Walt Disney World Railroad train, received a full refurbishment. Excellent. Um, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair will will feature a new original song. And a new Disney Adventure Friends cavalcade will make its debut at the Magic Kingdom sometime in 2022. So, meanwhile, we know one of the trains have been refurbished, but we still don't know jack crap about when they'll be returning to the Magic Kingdom. Donna's a little testy tonight. (laughs) Um, Festival of Fantasy, I love that parade. I love that parade. I think the music is awesome. I think it's a great daytime parade. Um, I'm super stoked to see it back. I... But again, Jamie, when? When and why is it not back yet? I don't know. That, that I, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, but if you think about it, we haven't gotten a full parade back other than, um, and, and even that is scaled back, but it's a, a considered a full parade. The ones upon a Christmas time parade at very merriest. So I, I don't know. I, I can't say why. You know, it, it wouldn't come back. I, I don't know if it's a casting issue. I'm, I'm not necessarily going to speculate on that. I'm I'm glad the full daytime parade is coming back. Because like Fantasmic, I, I thought there was a legitimate chance that it, it just wouldn't. Or it would be broken up into smaller cavalcades. I always figured it would come back. Again, I will make the same statement I just made. I don't know why it has not come back in full yet. Again, I will make a very similar statement to what I said earlier about Fantasmic. I would like it to come back along with an announcement that um, Dining Plans are back so that we can book that um, Tony's parade package for guests. That was a slam dunk one table service credit use. I'm sorry. I don't care if people said pish posh to Tony's. They didn't love it. As long as you can tolerate it, that reserve viewing for the fi- for the fireworks for the parade was absolutely worth it. Um, yeah, if you eat it, if you would want Tony's for for a lunch. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I although I what I did I forgot what I was going to say, but what I think Donna maybe in in you know a couple weeks time maybe we take these announcements and do an update kind of a spin on the. Uh, crystal ball segments and take everything that was announced for 2022 give them predicted dates all right that works for me yeah i think that'd be a good good discussion um i I mean but going back to festival of fantasy 
it's an amazing parade. I love this. I'm just, I'm glad it'll be back at at some point. Um, I don't want to speculate when, because I'm saving that for another episode, but I, I do have an idea. I think some of this stuff will come back sooner rather than later. You know, I, I don't know if it really makes sense logistically if they make this announcement, you know, November 20th, and then November 20th, 2022, Festival of Fantasy Parade re-debuts, re-debuts, excuse me. Are they really going to, you know, cast that far out? They might as well just not make the announcement at all. All right. I can't argue that too much. So um, the other thing that I wanted to mention about the, um, the new Cavalcade, the Disney Adventure Friends Cavalcade, is that Cavalcades in general will um, remain alongside um, Festival of Fantasy Parade at Magic Kingdom. So I think that's actually really cool um, because they could have done a one-for-one swap. And I I think people like the kind of quick burst of energy of the cavalcades without necessarily having to wait, um, you know, 30, 45 minutes in advance for the parades. Um, Like, you know, without like a Tony's reservation, like you had mentioned. Right. So... I think that's great. I, I, I'm very happy that they would keep them um, and actually add. You know, this is new. They didn't. I don't want to say they didn't have to do that, but that would not have been something that I would have been expecting. Fair, fair. So, um, I'm trying to say any other kind of odd. I thought that they would change the Royal Friendship Fair name. That just kind of struck me as odd, almost unnecessary. Well, you know what? No. Change makes things seem newer. Yeah. No, that's that's valid as well. So, um, anything else from uh, Magic Kingdom? Thoughts, comments, other than we mentioned Tron coming soon, whatever that <laughs> is supposed to mean. <laughs> and I mentioned my disappointment with no announcement on when Walt Disney World will be returning. Yeah, we have seen some concrete laid and we have seen or I don't I, I think it's just rebar for the um, for the railroad tracks. Um, but we have seen kind of the walkway. I, they couldn't even give us new concept art. <laughs> that, that part is is the craziest for me. Like, why has that not been developed? Um, oh, I don't want to mention the Dreamers point because that's in, in Epcot. But that's something else that we'll get to. So. Um, yeah, I think that's it for magic. All right, moving right along. Epcot. We got the only time period announced for all of the D23 announcements at Epcot. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind opening summer 2022. Again, how long has the show building been sitting? Presumably done. We know they brought in ride vehicles. What in the world is going to take them until summertime? They haven't. They just got done filming. I can tell you that's a primary thing. All right. The well, ride, that's at least a reason. The ride scenes have are, are uh, we believe, have been shot and wrapped, um, but they are, well, Maybe they're not wrapped. I don't know what. I'm not a filmmaker, but they're in post production. 
is is gotcha. what we think is going on now. So that could be a, a big, big reason why. Um, yeah, because they're actually starting to really throw up that outside courtyard area. <laughs> throw up. Yeah, <laughs> That's what literally. It looks like. it, it, very concrete heavy. Like, I, I actually really liked it, even though the attraction at the end of its run was not great. I, I like the aesthetic of the Universe of Energy building itself. And I thought the water area in front was was pretty. They've really taken a lot of the kind of waterways and, and fountains out um, of the park. So I, I think that adds a different, you know, aesthetic and something to look at. Um, but John, Jonna, Donna, <laughs> just, who's drinking? Yeah, just for reference, two runs from Tuesday, June twenty first to thursday september 22nd thanks so just uh giving everybody a ballpark so maybe july 4th weekend perfect timing disney way to go idaho july 4th which probably means it'll be around labor day (laughs) yep so go ahead you can take the uh the next one oh can i you may oh bad word i just think i closed the tab <laughs> okay uh, sorry 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 okay i'll take the uh the concept art and a name for the quick service that has been uh, or that will replace electric umbrella this will be called the connections cafe and eatery coming to world celebration at epcot um m- College cafeteria. <laughs> I I hate this aesthetic. I really, really do. Um, although I did, Donna think because um, I hate. I think the name is ridiculous as well. Um, but I did read on Twitter somebody surmised uh, that if you look at the initials, Connection Cafe Eatery CCE potentially a nod to Communicore East. Okay. I'll give him that. I think it's giving Disney way too much credit. Yeah. But it's at least plausible. Um, This space is also intended to be home to Starbucks, um, but we don't know if it'll be, you know, in the same area or a a separated um, area. I, I... this concept art, I just... Uh, I know people kind of ragged on the food of Electric Umbrella, but I, I think it was really just overshadowed by a lot of the quick services that you'd find in World Showcase specifically. We actually really liked it. So did we. No, it's funny that you said that because Andrew Andrew goes, what the bleep is he talking about? We loved it. And we did. They had a really, really good um, tomato basil mozzarella with chicken sandwich. That was mm-hmm. excellent. They, they definitely, they had some good food there. And that, um, Donna, you're going to have to correct me because I, I don't think I'm right on this. I, it, I know it was a cheese. Was it like, was it a roast beef sandwich? Yes. It was roast. Okay. I couldn't remember what the meat was, but I thought that was, I always really liked that. And, and that was added on um you know recently before it it, it closed down and i had that a few times and really really enjoyed it yeah no i I, it's so sterile looking and and it's a theme park theme the restaurant it's not an apple store 
Like the two <laughs> things have two distinct purposes. It just it drives me crazy. And I want to know: Are you looking at the the picture of the concept art, Donna? Yeah. What is that that semicircle in the blue off to the right where like the workers are? Is that like the kitchen? What is that thing? I have no idea. It's so ridiculous and like jars of paint above it. I, I uh, and don't even get me started on the name. I'm just gonna get upset. <laughs> You're cranky. Yeah, I, I I hate that theme. And you know what? Bring back electric umbrella. Like it was kitschy. It was early '90s. I don't know. I, I think this gets revamped in. Um, I'll give it ten years. I think at that point, like this aesthetic is just going to be completely toast. Well, one can hope. <laughs> yeah. And I don't even know if they serve toast. But um, bum. Go ahead. All right. Next up from there, we are going to talk about a statue. Yes, folks. A statue made news at D23. There's going to be an area in World Celebration called Dreamer's Point where a new statue of Walt Disney will be found. I know. Earth-shattering. couple of things. They actually showed a video of the sculptor sculpting the, the Walt Disney um, maquette. Uh, you know, I'm assuming it's like a clay, I guess. There's no way that that was sculpted within two years. There's no way that's recent. I would agree with that. That's just, I mean, borderline insulting. I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to insult the master sculptor, but I thought Walt's face looked really weird too. Um, <laughs> what, I mean, God, oh. awful. One thing that was super interesting, Donna, and, and very, very subtle, if you look at the new concept art, of Walt on on Dreamer's Point, I guess, is that in the previous concept art that showed the Walt statue, in the background was a brand new exit show building from Spaceship Earth, which was mentioned to have its, you know, overhaul, if you will. That building behind Spaceship Earth is no longer in the concept art. Shocking. Yeah, so it looks like Maybe that storytelling storyline of Spaceship Earth may have been paused as well. You're going to use the word pause, sure. Yeah. Well, because I don't put... The reason is I don't put it past, past Chapek to want to put that in because it would theoretically need to be updated less often. Fair. You know, so, I mean, Spaceship Earth, you're talking about the history of communication. Now, granted, they haven't really updated it, but in theory, it should be um, way more often. Which, by the way, I also found this out the other day, Donna. On that descent scene um, where you're rotating backwards and they put in those terrible computer screens, um, (laughs) you know how they used to have like an actual end scene and, and things to look at? Yeah. They're still there. Really? They just put up the curtains or um, painted a lot of the things black. But apparently, um, if you look up, 
um, right at the end of the hanging lights. I think it's off okay. to the right and up. You can see there's like a spaceship or something you can see. As long as your eyes are adjusted to the dark and you may have to like kind of put your hand over the computer screen to block yeah. the light, you apparently can make some of the stuff out. I, I just learned that the other day. I'm going to have to try that next time I go. Yeah, super, super interesting. So um, this is cool. I, I don't, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to have an issue with this. I just would like to figure out where it's going to go. Fair. You know, that, that, that I don't really understand. And that's another thing that I, I meant to mention um, a little bit more in depth when we talked about what was missing. No updated concept art for the Epcot overall. Goody goody gumdrops. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's it. Well, can we talk about answers. something fun then, and something Disney actually did well? <laughs> sure. So we had the opportunity today to go to Disney Springs and meet Santa Claus. So, as you may remember from a couple of weeks back, we reported that um, Disney was going to a virtual queue system to meet Santa Claus at Disney Springs, and you had to be at Disney Springs in order to enter said queue. So thanks, G. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we had a dear sweet friend of ours who works at Disney Springs uh, jump in the virtual queue so that he and our son, who our son just adores him, uh, along with us, could meet Santa Claus. And unfortunately, due to like Lemony Snicket's a series of unfortunate events, our buddy was not able to join us to meet um, to meet Santa Claus to meet the big guy. But Andrew, Anthony, and I were able to go. So that he did join, our friend did join the virtual queue right at 9. And he got a fairly early group. So once Santa started greeting at 10, I think at 10.02, he got the push notification, um, you know, to have from like 10.02 to 11.02 to return or or whatever. Um, When we got to Disney Springs at about 10.20, we weren't sure the status of our friends and things like that. So I went on the app just to kind of see. And we would have been able at that point in time to join the virtual queue. So that was kind of a good piece of information, too, because I never really thought, um, especially going into Thanksgiving week here, that you would be able to yeah. still join the virtual queue at that point. Interesting. Yeah, yes. no, I would have. And when you uh, got first entered in the queue, somebody had to be at Disney Springs. But as long as you were friends in my Disney experience, they could put you in the queue. The way it worked, actually, because I, like I said, I, I went through the, the the clicks. I didn't actually do it because I didn't want to take anybody else's spot. But when I went through the clicks, it has you put how many people are in your party. So when my friend put, went to go in the queue, he put four people: himself, Andrew, Anthony, and me. Got it. So because our buddy wasn't able to join us, he just had to click. It, 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 this is what I'm saying. Like this is why I want to talk about it because it was very, very, very well done. Once you got the push notification, because remember, you don't have to have like valid park admission or a magic band or even anything Disney related. There's nothing for them really to scan. But at the same time, they don't want, you know, someone to take a screenshot and have that screenshot passed around to thousands of people right. who are going to show up and then say, okay, my time has been called. So what they've built into the app really, really, really well done. Once your time is called, there's a button. And I think it says like enter queue. You click the button, a QR code pops up. Okay. Then the cast member at Once Upon a Toy scans the QR code and confirms the number of people in your party and then lets you in. Okay, interesting. And you know what, Donna? I don't even think I, I realized where he was actually meeting. He's in Once Upon a Toy. So here, here let, me, let me continue on. Okay, so anyway, the virtual queue piece I thought was very well executed, very well done. And essentially all us going when our friend 
again, limiting second series of unfortunate events. He wasn't even at Disney Springs at that point. He had to go get something for the location where he worked off property. Um, but he was still able to click the button, send me the screenshot, and they were able to let us in. So the only difference was they let in three people instead of letting in four. Interesting. So okay. Really, really, really well done. So Santa this year was greeting in Once Upon a Toy. When Anthony was only a few months old, he met Santa outside in the beautiful shack is a terrible word for it. Uh, chalet. What were they calling it? Do you remember they were calling it the Santa Chalet? Was that it? I have no idea what a chalet is. It's like a fancy like ski hut. Oh, okay. So that was where Santa greeted. So it was an out, technically an outside space. Like it was covered but it was open air. So, um, you know, when Anthony was a little itty bitty baby, we have these great pictures of him with Santa at Disney Springs in that Santa. I think I'm almost positive. It's just, it was the Santa chalet. So we did that. Then the next year when he was a little bit over a year, we also met Santa, but that was at Disney Springs, but it was like tucked in the back, like in like a little side corner. I think it was still once upon a toy, but like not a big space at all. And it was okay. just a very small backdrop. Oh, you know what? No, I'm lying to you, Jamie. That was not meeting, well, it was meeting Santa. It wasn't Santa at Christmas time. It was the following summer when, or was it the summer before he was one, Andrew? Might have been the summer before he was one, because I don't think he was mobile yet. Um, we met Santa for Christmas in July. Okay. was what it was. And it was really fun. It was like a beach background. That's exactly what it was. It was the summer before he would have been a year. Um, so we met Santa there, and that was inside. Since that time, James, we have not met Santa at Disney. So I don't know if he's he's remained inside. I don't want to misspeak on that. But I can tell you for sure, five years ago, he met in the chalet outside. And this year, he was inside in Once Upon a Toy. So you walk into Once Upon a Toy. It has um, you know the, the fancy tape on the ground. So it's like almost looks like candy cane tape on the ground okay. and arrows. You're showing where it stands. Um, they did not overfill the queue at all. The queue probably could have had easily twice as many families in it as it did. So they were not overfilling the queue at all. Santa was spending so much time with each kid. And it's one of those things where like, you know, I'm sure some people, some grumpuses would have been, you know, upset with, you know, oh, this is taking forever or, you know, why is this wait so long? But it was so cool as a parent to get to watch each of those kids' faces light up. Like Santa's mm -hmm. talking to me. So right. Santa did not have a mask on, which was awesome. The kids could see Santa's face. He was that santa was a good santa <laughs> dead ringer looked perfect um well he was the real santa correct 100 percent. disney yeah. only goes the real 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 way yeah um but everyone in the pictures had to keep their masks on okay so i get it i get Indoors. it right and they did have a physical distance like they had like presents and stuff Mm -hmm. set up so that the kids couldn't get too close to where santa was I, I actually really not to interrupt but i'd like the and i've seen a lot of videos and pictures like the actual themed physical barriers it's not just yes. like a rope i think that's really really well done again james and i know we had an argument about a few weeks ago sea world's been doing that same exact thing for over a year right huh. you know as opposed to disney opening up their 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 indoor making and greets with the stupid tape pole things that can in, go in and out of the, the pole they, 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 they sit in. You know what I'm talking about. Don't look at me like that. I have no idea what you're talking about. So it's not like an actual rope. It's like the pole and then the, the clip pulls out of the pole. It unwinds out of the pole and it clips to another pole. It's oh, the, the stanchions. Sure. That's what they're called. Okay, well, the stanchions look stupid and Disney can do better. 
i.e. the gorgeous setup in Once Upon a Child for Santa. So Santa, to his credit, was not even sitting in his chair. He was standing up. He was talking to all the kids, really interacting. Um, so Anthony was getting a little bit nervous because, you know, stranger danger. So he starts, like, leaning up against us. And we're like, listen, bud, if you talk to Santa, you get to go on the choo-choo train. And he, like, looks at us and goes, end the carousel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he negotiated his way into getting to do both of the little, the little rides, the choo-choo train and the carousel. Um, after talking to Santa, he probably... Andrew, how long would you say that it was just our family talking to Santa? Three minutes? Andrew said more. Andrew said it might have been closer to five minutes. Santa talking to Anthony and a little bit of us because Anthony would answer, but maybe not quite loud enough. So we would just repeat what he said or like right. you know, prompt right. Anthony. Hey, Anthony, ask Santa what kind of cookies we could, we should make him. Like a full-fledged conversation. My kid left there like feeling like he was the king of the world. I told Santa what I'm going to get for Christmas. Santa's going to bring it for me. I know what we're going to leave him. I know, like Santa told him what to leave out for the reindeer. Don't leave, don't leave big carrots because they bite into them and then they fall off and then they want to go down and get them. But we have to keep going to the next little boy or girl's house. So do little baby carrots. They can put that in their mouth, you know, one at a time. Nice. Like it was just like it was such a cool experience as a parent to be able to to see that and like have Anthony have that experience and that was his first experience that he's going to remember with Santa. Right. So it was just so well done. You know, I I like to rip on Disney when they deserve it, but in this case, phenomenal job. The only thing I would have wished for would have been for them to have done a chalet type situation outside to therefore allow the kids to not have masks on, but I understand they did with the best with, with what they could. Yeah. No, I, I agree. It sounds like a, a good overall experience and the, the virtual queue, um, you know, because they have to have some sort of validation. And I guess they didn't want to do like mobile, like iPads or anything like that to check people in. Well, it still was like a mobile, like scanner. Like they still had to have a hand scanner. Yeah, scan yeah I meant like the, like on a magic band, like you would tap in for like Remy or something like that. Right, but again, like that's what I'm saying. Like you wouldn't have to have a magic band or anything really that they could tap. Right. Yeah. No. 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 It's, it's almost it's almost like a better, you know, kind of solution. No. No. I, and they I, did a really right. nice, really, really, really nice job with it, and it also would allow, you know, for one member of the family to go down to Disney Springs, over to Disney Springs, wherever they're staying, and check in for the virtual queue, and then text their family because remember, nine o'clock is when they start giving out the virtual queue. He doesn't even start greeting until ten. Okay. So one member of the family could go down to Springs, go into the virtual queue, text their family and say, you know, it says 85 minute return time plan to be here a little bit after 10. I wonder how close you have to be. Like if you were on the edge of like Saratoga Springs, would you be able to click in? Well, we were in the parking garage when I was playing with the app. Okay. So that's at least, you know, it's close, but it's not, you know, Certainly not outside standing down on the ground or anything. Right. Yeah. No, I, I wonder where they have the the geofence set up. Yeah. It'd be interesting just to know that. So, no, good uh, good experience. Not a good, uh, good discussion. You want to take us home? Yes. So on behalf of Jamie, I would just like to wish all of you a safe and wonderful Thanksgiving with the people you love. And next week to celebrate Thanksgiving, we are sarcastic as always going to celebrate what we are thankful Chapek hasn't ruined yet this year or in his tenure with Disney. So have a wonderful, safe, amazing Thanksgiving. Enjoy your time off. Uh, we hope you have a great week and we'll see you real soon.